You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cody, I got to tell you, Tuesdays are meant for two things in the city of Houston. One is tacos, which you should be eating right now. I don't care if it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner time. Tacos on Tuesday go together. And that's talking about the Houston Texans. Here on Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talking news update. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman, and you know I do this show with my boy. Cody Davis. And ladies and gentlemen, today is September 1st, which means your Houston Texans will be kicking off the 2020 season against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The defending champs, I might add. And, you know, I kind of feel like that Super Bowl title could have been for the Houston Texans because we were the team that was up by multiple touchdowns until they decided to blow that big lead. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's the reason why we're going back to right some wrongs. And as I mentioned, with the 2020 season starting, unfortunately, that means a couple players will be turning in their playbook and be searching for jobs. On yesterday, the Houston Texans announced the release of quarterback Alex McGough and defensive tackle Albert Huggins. Now, I'm not too surprised by the release of Alex, unfortunately, but I am kind of surprised of the release of Albert Huggins. This is a guy that when the Houston Texans brought him in, I felt that he had the opportunity to make this team because we know that the Houston Texans need help on that front seven. We know how big that Bill O'Brien has been through this whole entire training camp talking about how much he wants a veteran team, and that's what Huggins was. Now, John, you could um, disagree with me if you want, and you could let me know if I'm reading into this a little bit more, but I kind of feel like the release of Huggins lets me know that Bill O'Brien is starting to see and starting to get some belief in some of his younger guys like a Ross Blacklock and even like a guy like P.J. Hall, who, I mean, he has only been on this roster going on his second week. He came in the middle of training camp, so apparently Bill O'Brien sees something good in Hall, but I kind of feel like that is what led to Huggins' release. Well, let's look at one thing. For one, Huggins really didn't show much at all in his span of time playing in the NFL, right? And with this type of offseason that everybody is having, you really have to do something to pop out. Training camp and practice are your only two uh, opportunities to show that there is no preseason this year. And so the coaching staff saw that, you know, thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. However, you're not what we need right now, uh, right now on our defensive front. He played nose tackle, well, inside defensive tackle. Let's look at Houston has right now. Ross Blacklock and P.J. Hall. We already know they are going to get a lot of playing time at that uh, inside position. And also Houston in their 3-4 defense, you can throw in Angelo Blackson in, in the inside defensive tackle. I think we're going to see a pretty high number of J.J. Watt playing a little bit more of an inside technique this year than we've probably seen more in the past, simply to give him a better edge against the, uh, against the competition. And, uh, you know, P.J., we're sorry, but – Brandon Dunn is, is ahead of you, playing time-wise. And that's just what it is. And, and for Alex, you know, kudos to you. 
to both of you guys. Hope you find your way back on your feet very soon. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a business. They just were not cut out to be Houston Texans, at least this year. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure they're going to find a way on the team, especially Huggins. Um, Hopefully he will find a team that will give him a contract, but of course it won't be as big as the contract the Texans just (laughs) awarded um, Zach Cunningham. But um, speaking of Zach Cunningham's, we heard from him on yesterday and he actually had a message for the fans. Um, He said, thank you for your continued support. You always had my back since the first day I got here, and I continue to see that in Houston, we have one of the best fan bases in the NFL. This is my favorite part right here. I hope that I can show you guys that I'm worth the money that they gave me, and I'm going to continue to ball out for the Texans. Yeah, this guy really wants to do it big here in the city of Houston. You can tell. I mean, he's worked his ass off since he came into the league back in 2017 has literally gotten better every year, knows what he needs to improve on, comes into work, does what he have to do, continuously gets better before our eyes. He deserves that contract. Him and Houston deserve each other. Uh, we haven't had a true stud middle linebacker since D'Amico Ryans. And um, I- I'm happy for the two sides that they were able to get that done. I believe he will help Anthony Weaver revamp this Houston defense and build it back up to par. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bars are tasty. Not none of that bland, no flavor bars. No, none of that. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who doesn't like candy bar? Snickers, Mr. Good Bar, the whole nine, but it's just a little bit more better for you. 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors, Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy like me. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, which is what you really need if you're really trying to get a little bit healthier. Flavor profile here, peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that is promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. You know, I don't think we were going to have this type of conversation immediately after what we saw last year out of Houston Secondary. And welcome back, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, But we're going into this season. We've discussed it throughout training camp. We, we've looked at the deals and how Bill O'Brien and this organization front office reworked uh, the, the Vernon Hargraves deal, reworked you know other players' deal around the secondary. I did not see us talking about them being possibly the best unit on this defense one year after what we saw last year. And the conversation right now is how great Bradley Roby and Vernon Hargraves have been in training camp. Uh, We also know that Lonnie Johnson Jr. has a lot of high expectations. He's also doing good in training camp. Gary Conley, who suffered that injury, he's bouncing back, but he's also having a good practice, uh, a good camp right now. Those are very encouraging words to hear. But I think Houston may have some trouble on their hand. Not a, 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 what, what do you call it, a quarterback fight, but maybe a cornerback fight for position. Because what we're hearing right now is is John Reed, the rookie out of Penn State, has been sensational at practice. 
And I think he's going to possibly cause Anthony Weaver to think about who he wants to have from one to four, not five, cornerback on his defense. I do believe the Texans are in a good position. We're going to see what John Reed can do. We're going to see what John Reed can do when the NFL kicks off and when he gets playing time. We'll analyze him then. But what we're hearing from training camp, this guy's smart. This guy's dedicated, which, of course, those are the two things you want in your cornerback. But he's just really out there outworking a lot of guys, and he's having a good camp. Will they have an opportunity uh, in the future to have a stud corner? That's what we'll look for. But right now, this year, are the Texans going to have a difficult time? Anthony Weaver will be tasked with this, lining up who he wants from first to five on that cornerback depth chart. Because now the cornerback position is looking a lot like the tight end position on the other side of the ball. You can go a lot of ways and still feel like you won how you set your matchup. To be honest with you, John, I kind of feel like the hype surrounding John Reed, especially coming from Bill O'Brien, is the fact that that is a player that O'Brien recruited why at Penn State? Now, there's no knock against his game, but Bill O'Brien has came out and talked about how out of all the rookies, he has had the best training camp. They they always talking about how smart he is, which, by the way, I also want to mention that John, he can build a computer from scratch. He did it during his time at Penn State. And I, I just wanted to throw that out there so you guys, so you listeners to, can know how smart this kid is. But with all that being said, Having him play an important role for the Texans this coming season, I don't see it happening. I could see him getting a couple burns every now and then. Um, I could see him, if anything, solidify himself in, in with the special team, but not this season. However, what I would want to keep my eyes on, Vernon Hargraves and Garyon Conley, both of those guys, this can possibly be their last year in Houston because both of them are free agents at the end of the season. I could see a situation where Bill O'Brien can let one of them, if not both of them, walk, and then next year we can see the emergence of John Reed even more. Because, John, I know I say this a lot, and you don't want to agree with me, but every time I take a look at that secondary, I could see this defense being set for the future. Two, three years down the line, I think the Texans can reclaim that title of being one of, if not the best defensive team in the NFL, like they was during the mid-2010s when you had uh, young Jadavion Clowney, when you had J.J. Watt in his prom, you had Jonathan Joseph, you know, still in the, in the midst of his prom. I can see that um, in the next three to four years for this team. But you're, on the other hand, saying that, the Texans don't really have time to wait. You know, they're they're not in a win-now mode, but they are in a position well, where no. they, they have to see results. And I, re- well, I agree with you, especially with the whole contract situation with um, Deshaun Watson. But I, I can see John Reed, not this year, but next year, playing a big part of the Texans' defense. This year, take a step back, learn from Hargraves, learn from Conley. But, hey, 2021? Yo, secondary, Justin Reed, Lonnie Johnson Jr., with John Reed? Let me say this. I don't doubt that they'll be good for the future. We've talked very highly about a lot of young guys on this defense. Charles Omenehu, Ross Blacklock, Jacob Martin, who's going into his what, third year now, Zach Cunningham, who just got his contract, 
and you look at what the expectations are with Bradley Roby and Justin Reed with Lonnie Johnson uh, going into the future and possibly still one of those former first-round cornerbacks, Vernon Hargraves or Gary Young County. My thing is I still think the Texans are still in a win-now mode. They lost to the Super Bowl champions in the playoffs when they had a 24-0 lead. That should put you in a win-now mode. I do agree that I believe Houston will have a very good defense. I'm not going to put too much on John Reed right now, but I am putting a lot on Lonnie Johnson Jr. I'm not going to front, you know, had moments last year, like how his body build is when it comes to playing cornerback and his raw athleticism. I love it. What what do we criticize him on? Footwork, technique. He's been working on that. We've been hearing a lot of good things. I'm very big on what I want to see from Lonnie Johnson Jr. going into his second year, along with Charles Amanehu. But at the cornerback position, they have a lot of interesting things they can do because we don't know what we're going to get from Michael Thomas at safety. We don't know what we're going to get from Eric Murray, who is the starter, by the way, at safety. We don't know what we're going to get from Jalen Watkins at safety. So Houston may say, you know what? If we would have had a preseason, maybe we would be able to work this out a little bit better, but let's play around a little bit. I'm stating that because Anthony Weaver himself has stated how he wants to get exotic. He wants to play around a little bit. So we could see one of these cornerbacks, which is probably going to be Lonnie Johnson if that happens, move to safety. And then you can now look at Gary Young, Conley, Bradley, Roby, and Vernon Hargraves. Now, with that package being out there at the time, you can switch one of those guys out. You can switch John Reed out in nickel and let him get some burn. I will say one thing. Will he make an immediate impact on defense in the secondary Playing cornerback this year, probably not as much as we could possibly think he could do. But I think he will have a very good year on special teams. And for Houston, that's very important. They love to win at every single phase. A lot of times when you look at clock management and what you can do by kicking in and everything, that may (laughs) look different. But they love to win at every phase. And special teams is big for Houston. So we may see him have a lot of good flashes on special teams, which, you know, TD, Terrell Davis, became a legend how he is because of special teams. So it could work out for the best for Mr. Reed. Well, let me just say this really quick about Lonnie Johnson Jr. before moving on. The attitude that he possessed in practice, especially during training camp, I want to see that same tenacity, that same attitude in an NFL game because it don't make no sense for you to go out there, show all that attitude, show all that tenacity in, in a freaking team scrimmage. Then you get out on the field and you, and, and you don't look like the same player. What I saw the couple of times that I went to the training camp facility, what I saw, what both of us saw during the team scrimmage, the fact that he hurt his own teammate. I want to see that same attitude from Lonnie Johnson during the regular season. And I guarantee you we will see a better version. I don't know if he freezes up when the when the lights are bright and you have thousands amongst thousands of fans just screaming and cheering your name, rather if you're on the road or not. That's the Lonnie Johnson Jr. we need to see. Absolutely. And you know what? It's okay to have those high expectations for him. Second-round draft pick last year was brought in to be a part of the new wave of this Houston defense Uh, has a lot of talent. And when you have a lot of talent and a lot of potential, we're going to hold you to high standards. And that's okay because ultimately I feel like he can go out there and meet those standards. He had a young year. He's a young guy. 
mistakes are going to happen. And then in the playoffs, I got to go up against who? Travis Kelsey? I'm going to have a rough day at the workplace, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. The expectations this city has for him, us, the Houston media fan base, is high for a reason. That's a compliment. John, I cannot wait to do our crossover episode with Locked On Jads. <laughs> Because first and foremost, I want to know what the hell is going on down in Jacksonville. And I cannot wait to talk to Tony Wiggins about that. Um, Yesterday, which it's kind of surprising, but it's not given the fact that they gave up nearly all of their good defensive play. Basically, just all of their good players on both sides of the ball. But yesterday morning, we was all blindsided by the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> gave up Leonard Fournette. Which, I mean... <laughs> We, we listen, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We're not about to sit here and do a whole should the Houston Texans go after him. No, because they're set at the running back position. But we Hell have no. to talk about this because they are in the AFC South. And just think, you go back a couple years ago, this is a team that could have been in the Super Bowl. Like they were literally seconds away from going to the Super Bowl. And it's so sad how the fact they just blew up that team. It's Man, I what the hell is going on down there in Jacksonville? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacksonville is going through their what third reset now? I don't their third oh listen God. to this, bro. It's their third reset in what six years, but the second reset worked. Like they were literally minutes no, away not. from going to the Super Bowl. And and I do believe, and this is it another reason why work. Tom Brady is the GOAT. If, if they was playing against anybody else and they put on that same performance, they would have been playing in that Super Bowl that year. But, you know. That I, I, Jacksonville Jaguar team with uh, not Blaine Gabbert, whatever, uh, whatever that guy's name is, that team was the luckiest team I could think of. No, it wasn't lucky, bro. They what they, were, it was like 13 and three. Defensively, they were stout. They just had plays happen that's just like, this is your year. It's going to happen. It's just feel the hype. It's your year for things to happen wild and crazy. Like Philly's Super Bowl run. Everything was falling perfectly in Philly's hand for them to go to the Super Bowl. Nick Foles came out of nowhere and balled out again so much so. Who signed him? Jacksonville. The, the Two years later. Jacksonville is going through their fourth reset, and it's just—I was kind of shocked to see him released. I mean, it kind of—it kind of makes Bill O'Brien at least trading DeAndre Hopkins for something seem a whole lot better than just releasing. But maybe nobody wanted Leonard Fournette. Maybe there's an injury that we know is bugging him, and he has not been the same ever since. So we don't know what's going on with Leonard Fournette. He just got his ass released. So, I, I, but I do think he'll bounce back. I honestly can see him in New England. New England is turning to the 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 land of the the land of misfits. You know, <laughs> just if you're free and you got some kind of talent, just 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 go to New England. But you know, I, I want to correct myself. They wasn't 13 and three. They was 10 and six. Um, the year they made it all the way to the um AFC Championship game. But I mean, they don't back that year. Blake Bortles. Blake Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles had, I think, 20 interceptions dropped that year or something like that. <laughs> Every, I mean, literally everything was going the right way. That's just what happened. And 
Like I said, kudos. It it worked. Yeah, so you know, we, we just wanted to bring that up because um well maybe maybe your boy Minshew can do something and, and shock the world and bring this team back. I don't know. To me, that's just one less team we have to worry about in a very tough AFC um South division. So you know, Cody and I looked up the numbers and Leonard Fournette never really did much against Houston. So I think so Houston never really did have that much to worry about in regards to Leonard Fournette in the first place. So uh, but we'll see what happens with him, too. He's out there now with Higgins and uh, McGuff. Thank you guys for checking out today's show. I hope you guys are enjoying those tacos. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. And don't forget the locked on Twitter page as well at locked on Texans and like us on Facebook. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, it's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Um, ladies and gentlemen, once again, 10 days out, the start of the 2020 season. Please make sure to subscribe to Locked On Texans so John and myself can keep you guys up to date on all things Houston Texans as we head into what is going to be hopefully a very good and prayfully a full NFL season. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.